So our Red Business Town takeover brought us to Mitchellstown and as usual there are lots of different businesses there who want to tell their story. So many in fact we had to spill over into a second podcast. So this is part two of Cork's Red FM Red Business Town Takeover of Mitchellstown. I'm Jonathan Healy and this is Red Business. Red Business, Cork's exclusive business podcast. So we are here on what I would call the main street, but of course it isn't the main street, and we will find out just why it's not the main street in a minute, because we have a business based here, and it has been here, in fact, for 75 years. Kiriny Fuelon from Fitzgibbon Pharmacy, you're very welcome to Red Business. Thank you for coming in. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Um, tell me a little bit about this street. This is Upper Cork Street, is it? Yes, that's right. It's Upper Cork Street. Is there a Lower Cork Street? I'm not sure. I'm 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 like yourself, Jonathan. I'm only finding out, so I'm only here nine months. So oh, it's all new and exciting. Sure, blowing. <laughs> I am a blowing. <laughs> that's it. That's what everyone's telling me. But proud to be so. Uh, so Fitzgibbons has been here for what? Seventy-five years. Seventy-five years. Yeah. Um. Yep. Part of the community for seventy-five years. They first opened their doors on April the twenty-third, nineteen forty-four, while the war was still raging in Europe. Um, Pat Fitzgibbon came from a farming background in Glanworth and he was only 29 and he had a strong knowledge um, of farming and it ex- uh, inspired his passion in an- animal medicine. Okay, so what did he do? He, um, he he basically got into animal medicine and then realised, well, hang on, I have a bit of a skill for this. Yeah, so I'll, I'll put it into practice with humans. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's it. Um, and I keep hearing the older generations telling me that the farmers used to queue for miles around to come and uh, get his latest cure for their sick animal. <laughs> yeah, so, so a little really bit of nice. knowledge. Now we've moved on a lot in pharmacy in 75 years, obviously enough. You have a good solid background. You've, you've put in the hours elsewhere, haven't you? I have, I have. I've worked in over, over 32 different pharmacies. Uh, two different hospitals, prison pharmacy and medicines information. So okay. a, lo- a lot of different ones. Yeah. Uh, and is this kind of, I know you're far too young to retire, but is this, <laughs> is this you <laughs> taking it easy now coming to a strong community place like Mitchellstown? Um, well, as much as I love the locoming, so most of the pharmacies were relief work here and there. So you wouldn't get to build up a good community base. Um, you you wouldn't get uh, a good kind of feedback off customers. And I really wanted to be part of a team. So that's what drew you here initially. That's what drew me here. Pharmacy is is a strange business because it's still largely independently owned pharmacies in Ireland. We have some chains that are there, Mm -hmm. but pharmacies like Fitzgibbons are, are still the beating heart of it all, aren't they? Absolutely. And that was really important to me to work in a good, strong, independent pharmacy. And one of the main things I will never forget in my interview, Cara saying uh, that it was really the most important thing to her was the community. And that was a little bit different because working in city based pharmacies, I think you kind of lost that focus a little bit and it tends to be more targets and margins. And I thought that was nice. And even her mom will always support the businesses in Mitchellstown. And that that was really lovely. So um, that was really important to me. And it kind of, it blew me away how passionate she was about Mitchellstown. So you've undertaken various different initiatives. Obviously, you you could just shift drugs all day long. That people are going (laughs) to come in. They do love that kind of thing if they get prescribed them and they do need them. But you've you've talked more about diet and and staying healthy. And that's that's a big drive. And you've kept, again, with the theme, keeping it local. Yeah, absolutely. So we teamed up with a couple of local businesses um, and we come, came up with healthy initiatives to kind of get Mitchellstown healthy. 
Um, and yeah, how, how, how did they take that message? Did they take it well. Yeah, don't like the pharmacist telling you you're not healthy. Well, yeah, absolutely. I was a bit nervous. I went door to door and to hand out flyers, um, but everyone was really pleased because the food here in Mitchellstown is fantastic and it's local. And we have the local market here every Thursday. But the portion sizes tend to be a little big. Healthy, healthy portion <laughs> sizes. Yeah. Healthy portion sizes, but sometimes it's hard to know what's in your meal, how much salt is in your meal and how much sugar is in your meal. And that's important if you're suffering from diabetes or heart disease. So or even if you're just trying to lose weight so that you know exactly how much calories are in the meals. And and when you started talking to people, what was the response? Again, you'd have the fear of people, you know, who's the one thing she is telling me what's going on. But when <laughs> you did start having those conversations, what were they like? They were, it was very positive. I was absolutely delighted. People were really, really thought, thought it was a brilliant idea. So I was really delighted. Um, and Eileen Carey, who's the manager in the Hunters, who's one of the businesses that we were doing it with, um, she was really delighted because she was throwing away a lot of food. And even though their food is absolutely gorgeous, because the portions are so big, there's a lot of waste as well, which is such a pity. So she was able to kind of work that into the business as well. And you, you teamed up with a gym? Yeah, we teamed up with the local gym here, BTA in Mitchellstown. They did a low-cost uh, spinning class for beginners, and we gave everybody uh, a free box of vitamins that were that joined up. Isn't and spinning just a form of sadism, though? I mean, making people <laughs> do that in front of others, it seems wrong at every level, but people took it up nonetheless, did they? Yeah, I love it. I do it, I do it myself with the girls from, from work. We go every week, and it's it's a load of fun. Oh, you really? should try it, honestly. Yeah, and I, the I, music mm, is great. Mm. <laughs> Look, come here. What is it like now being part of this? Because you are in Mitchellstown now. You'll walk out on the street, and people will know you uh, from the pharmacy. i probably stop you and ask if you're advice, Kira. but it, now, have, you, have you found what you were looking for absolutely um, in coming to a town like this absolutely i love it i love walking to work and and everybody saying hi to me um i love the team i the people our customers are so honest and genuine and down to earth um i love my team i love the coffee in blueberries <laughs> i love the <laughs> bread in chamberlains um, i'm really really happy here and i'm you're I making came. me as a city dweller make f feel really bad here. I mean, <laughs> I, I need to I need to stand up for the city. But look, we wish you the very best of luck. Fitzgibbons Pharmacy. It is here on Upper Cork Street, isn't it? That's right. Yeah, Upper yeah. Cork Street. I, mean, I must find Lower Cork Street. But for now, Kira Ifoilan. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us on Red Business. Thanks a million. Thanks, Jonathan. Red Business. All that's best about business in Cork. So two things anyway, if you want to have a look at the type of menu that Kira has been working on to help you keep the plate in a reasonable state, the Hunter's Rest, uh, the green menu, and she's given it to me here and it has the calories listed on it, I have to say I'm hungry looking at it, and then almost to prove a point that there is indeed a lower Cork Street, we got dropped in bread from Chamberlain's here in Mitchellstown, traditional handmade bread, and lo and behold, they are in fact on lower Cork Street. So there is a lower and an upper Cork Street, uh, depending on uh, which part of it you land on. Uh, let's speak to another business that is here on upper Cork Street, and uh, it's a business that is trading away for the last 13 years and run by a lady by the name of Sandra O'Sullivan. Sandra, how are you? I'm good, and you? I'm all right. You look terribly nervous. <laughs> Have you ever been on the radio before? Never, no. Never, no. grand. Okay, well, it can only go horribly wrong. <laughs> uh, tell us a little bit about the business. How long have you been working at? Um, 13 years established on my own. Um, I have five fully qualified with me. Um, I originally 
actually started where I am now. I started training there 24 years ago. Right. <laughs> Crazy, you know. You didn't have to admit that. Yeah, you could have said, I, I know, started sure straight look. out of secondary school at 13 I'm experienced years ago. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so when you set your own business up, 13 years ago, was it a mm, tough time it was to set a, up Yeah, a just, just before the recession hit, I had great timing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, really. Yeah, it was hard, but like I, you know, I was working in the town with a long time, so I had a good customer base built up and a good family and loyal friends, so they all helped out. And well, recession or no, people have to get their hair cut. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's something awful. that people can't really do themselves, uh, at least properly, <laughs> hopefully. So it's something we're always going to be needed for, you'd imagine, to you know. Yeah. And what set you out on that course originally, all those 20 odd years ago? Did you always say, I'm going to have my own salon? Uh, no, like originally when I started, when I started, I was only 14 and I, in my mind, thought I wanted to be a teacher, which definitely wouldn't have worked. <laughs> <laughs> and it was literally just a job came up for weekend work and I applied for it and it went from there. I just, I suppose I always did hair, but I pretended in my head that I wasn't going to do it, you know. People always say to me, oh, you were always doing hair in school and, you know, all this kind of thing, so... It just worked out that way, and I loved it and kept going. It's a funny business because, uh, you know, when I get my hair cut or I'm, I'm watching my wife get her hair cut, mm-hmm. I, I, I think it would be easier to understand rocket science than some of the things that you do with yeah. women's hair. Uh, some it people think it's not like a proper job. And it's horrifically there's, there's complicated. There's a huge amount, especially the last recent years. It's such a scientific thing now. You need to know all about the hair science and colours and things like that are just you need to know what you're doing like you literally have to be trained for a long time and have a lot of experience to understand and it Customers I'm guessing are fiercely loyal They are but yeah. they also expect that they're not going to go out with something green on top of their No head. no they expect the best and they deserve to when they're paying money you know like you, you can't just do whatever you think you have to work with the client you have to understand their hair understand them and, and give them something as well especially financially there's no point giving them something that they can't keep up maintenance wise so you have to kind of look at everything really it's not just about how much money you can make on that head it's whether they can keep it going and you're a Mitchell Sound woman through and through, yeah, are you? Yeah. Um, yeah. So how have you noticed the the town changing over the last few years? Um, Like there's been an awful lot of different nationalities have come into the town but they've all settled in really well and We'd have a lot of clients from different cultures, different nationalities. Um, there's a lot of very loyal people in Mitchellstown that have probably never left and, and they stay in the town. We'd have a lot of clients coming from outside of town as well, you know, so it's it depends on your reputation, I suppose, at the end of the day and what work you do mm. will draw people back to you, you know. But he- here we are on Upper Cork mm-hmm. Street as opposed to Lower Cork yeah, Street. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I remember driving through here probably not yeah. long after you'd started in the recession going, yeah. well, this town is struggling a little bit. Yeah, it was. Like, we originally started in Lower Cork Street. I was in a... I had my salon down there originally. Um, and at the time, that was the busiest part of the town, you know. And this side of the town wasn't really a lot of places closed down and it was it seems to kind of go that every few years it comes up to the top of the town <laughs> and then it goes back down but the bottom of the town seems to do better as in you know like people seem to stay in business down there longer um i don't know why but we found up here was better for parking um you have Tesco car park up here as well yeah, would so provide a, a bit. A so parking is a big thing yeah. for our clients because a lot of them 
colours and that would be in for a couple of hours. So, like, if they don't want to be caught. Not not only do you do it well, you have been announced as finalists as best team in the Irish Hair and Beauty Award. We have, yeah. That's not bad going. No, no, we were very um, humbled by it, I suppose. Um, It's great to be even thought of. Um, So the finals are in September in Cork, so... is there anything, can, can we can we rig the vote for you? Can we do? <laughs> no, is there any um, way of getting involved? apparently it's it's they like we didn't even know we were on any list um, until the finalists were announced. But uh, I contacted them and they said that they put out feelers months before, and obviously somebody, somebody voted for us. Voted um, for but we were shortlisted then for the finals. I still don't know who did, <laughs> but look, it's great. It's great. You just have to do everyone's hair. Yeah, we're well. just. But you know what? Look, that's it. you just have to look out after everybody. In the same way, there's nobody any different to me when they come into the salon, whoever they are, you know. Well, Sandra, we wish you the very best of luck. It's Sandra's Hair Studio yep. on Upper Cork Street yes. here <laughs> in Mitchellstown. Uh, good luck in September for the That's Irish great. Hair and Beauty Awards. And thank you so much for joining Thanks us very in much. Business. Thanks, Millen. The only show in town for Cork business, Red Business. So, at last, we are moving off upper or lower Cork Street and moving <laughs> to a street not in the centre of the town but it's still a vibrant area Norma <laughs> Kelly tell us about Praline Pastry Shop and Cafe so Praline um, Pastry opened uh, in May 2016 so I am a pastry chef with 15 years and it was always my ambition to open um, a pastry shop at some point and I'm from just outside the town um, in Bellalanders which is just over the border oh in Limerick no, <laughs> but um, we went to school here in town so um, you know I'm very familiar with Mitchellstown um, so I op- opened it uh, just over two years ago now and we make everything um, in our little kitchen in the shop which is just um, in what we call Mitchellstown Shopping Centre which is just beside Tesco's supermarket um, between Tesco's supermarket and Mitchellstown Leisure Centre Now y- you have me kind of flummoxed here so praline pastries are we talking fancy stuff now we're not um, not your common or garden kind of stuff Yes we like to consider it fancy yeah. <laughs> so What kind of fancy um, So we do a range of things from you know them. we do Simple things like apple crumbles, we do fresh scones every day and um, things like that. And then we do something, things a little bit fancier, um, if you might like to call them fancier. Like we do a li- uh, mango and passion fruit cheesecake, oh yeah. um, white chocolate, raspberry and lime cheesecake. Oh we do yeah. chocolate and orange mousses. We do, um, I suppose our signature dish would be um, praline opera, which an opera cake is a little gâteau, which is layered with almond sponge, coffee, buttercream. And I add a little bit of praline to it as well. So just, just for good measure. Just for good measure yeah. and praline for anyone that doesn't know what praline is um, is a mixture of um, caramelised nuts um, and sugar and you, you just blend them together and we bring it, bring it to a paste and then we use that um, okay. as a flavouring praline is the stuff in the middle of the fryer yeah and it's it? yeah. yeah exactly and um, you know so small um, Belgian chocolates are also called pralines yeah. Yeah. Now I have to say here you're telling me about all this and you came in with the hands hanging <laughs> you broke number I one rule I dropped a few bits yesterday that's <laughs> no good I did, that was Neil Prendival <laughs> Neil Prendival it didn't even eat it he's, he's a man you mean they didn't share it he guards you his have to have to do it back now to share <laughs> <laughs> so anyway you came in with your hands hanging here we are I did bring two <laughs> vouchers so that you can raffle. <laughs> Look, tell me, um, why did you set the business up? I mean, it's it's twenty. How many years ago? Twenty sixteen. Yeah, twenty sixteen. Yeah. So, in other words, the economy doing well, but you could have set it up in Cork City, uh, but you set it up here. Why? I caused it up here because Mitchellstown. I consider Mitchellstown my hometown. Um, 
Even despite being from Limerick. Despite being from Limerick. <laughs> and um, my my husband is just um, from outside the town as well. And my family, or most of my friends, a lot of my friends are from around town. Um, we came to school here. My dad works here. Um, and, you know, Mitchellstown is a really vibrant town. Um, we're lucky to have lots of different businesses and shops and, lo- you know, every, everything is in Mitchellstown. And it's a great community of people here in town and they're really supportive of new businesses. Um, so I felt that, like, you know, people knew me. Some people didn't know me so well. Um, but now with the amount of people that I've gotten to know just by having the the shop here mm. in the cafe because I work on the counter as well I'm in and out so I'm in the shop most days you're hands on um, yeah we are hands on yeah I am uh, so you've got how many staff working with you I have about six staff full time and part time so Anne-Marie and Maureen I suppose people would be most familiar with on the front counter yeah. they look after all the kind of the day to day running on the counter and taking orders and, and all that and then I have um, students and stuff um, working in part time so I've got Chloe, Linda, Louise Jordan and I've had other and people down through the couple of years and you know most people have been with me since the start which is great mm. and then my mom and dad are very um hands-on in the business as well L- you know dad works here in town my mom um does some baking as well she comes in and helps out with the baking when we're really busy right, and okay. dad does you know little bits and pieces and looking after the flowers and things <laughs> like that so um i'd be very and then my husband um is great he helps out with stuff and so there's lots of behind the scenes work as well that people help uh, out and with. Uh, you know when you open a business like this in a town like mitchell's town yeah. you need people to come into you you do yeah and if you d- if they don't come in uh, or if if for some reason you don't have the reputation don't get the business so mm. it's really important to guard it I'd imagine is it yeah so yeah it is and in fairness like I have to say people have got behind us from the start and we've got a great regular custom and we love to see new people coming in as well um every day um and the thing is like I personally like to you know I would make mo- do most of the baking um Louise does some my mom does it when did you find help. out by the way at what age did you work out I'm not bad at this out of bacon like. <laughs> um I suppose um I always loved baking. Um, I used to bake with my grandmother and with my mum when I was younger. And then I went to college in Dublin in DIT in Galbraith Street. And I did a, a culinary arts degree there, but I specialised in pastry. Um, I've worked in a lot of restaurants around um, Dublin. And I worked um, in, in France as well for a couple of summers. But you always wanted to come home. I always wanted to come home, yeah. yeah and here you are. <laughs> and here I am. So now I'm here and... Um, I'm married outside Mitchelltown as well, and we have a little girl as well, Vivian. So she's is she is she keeping in tradition now? Does she like baking, or is she at uh, that stage yet? She's 15 months, so uh, oh, she likes getting the hands. Yeah, in, yeah, you know, she, in she likes to what? stand up on a chair, all right. Even <laughs> though um, she's not, she's not supposed to be climbing on chairs, but uh, she's always. Um, She's good with her hands, actually. No, she I likes to play with things. Small little hands can do lovely things. Yeah. With little <laughs> I think you can, you can take it from now that she's got, to, she's got to be in the family business. She does like baby Cheeto or two as well. <laughs> you can order online. The website you've got. Yeah, we have the website. It's www.praline.ie. Um, P-R-A-L-I-N-E. A lot of people mightn't um, be familiar with it yet. So we have a small um, selection of cakes that you can order online with there. It's just 48 hours notice for online ordering. Um, and then you can pay online and everything. So do it's really 
really handy. Come to the shop to pick it up, or they have to collect from the shop. I'm yeah. afraid, yeah. At the moment, we don't have a delivery you, you system can't right really now. Shove it through a post box. You do not really, no. <laughs> not made for it. Well, look, no. All I'll say is it sounds fabulous. I, I, I will overlook the fact that you did. You brought some to Dave Mac and to Neil Prendival, but you didn't bring it to me. I'll overlook it, right? Because <laughs> you brought yourself. We wish you and everybody in Pauline Pastry Shop and Cafe the very best. Look, Norbert Kelly, thank you for joining us. Take care. Bye. Red Business, Cork's exclusive business podcast. So for a bit of balance, we're going to end our visit to Mitchellstown for the town takeover on Lower Cork Street. It's been quite the geographical journey for us, but we finish in style at least. Diane Quain from the Style Lounge. How are you? I'm very well. How are That's you? That's a very unusual surname, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, I pronounce it Quen. Quen. But then it depends on who you talk to, so yeah. Yeah, because I know the name Ruan, which would be the R version of your yeah. name, but you're Quen. Yeah. Okay. And are you from Mitchellstown? No, I'm from Angusborough, just out the road. So just over the border in Limerick. Another but Limerick I went to school person. here and everything. So. That, there's an awful lot of that, actually. The second person who was born in Limerick, but made their money in Cork. Well, you're on the three counties here, aren't you? Like Limerick, Cork and Tip, so we're all... And if it was bag. Cork versus Limerick in, in a hurling match. Oh, it's always Limerick. See? Yeah, we're very disappointed after last weekend. So yeah, what you, can look, you, do? you can't be saying that out loud. Uh, tell us about the Style Lounge. What do you do? So we're a shoe and accessory boutique. Um, we opened in 2008. And yeah, we've been there 11 years now since March. And it's, you know, it's, um, we do predominantly shoes. We do scarves, jewelries, accessories, handbags, leather and non-leather. And uh, yeah, it's... You know, a little bit of everything, really. So Now, again, 2008. Yeah. Great year to set up a business. Just before the recession hit. Yeah. yeah well, so. it kind of started at that point. You would have it had started a couple of months after us. Yeah, I know, we were a bit naive. But, uh, no, in fairness, we kind of held our own. Uh, we got a lot of support from the town and surrounding areas. We've got great customer base. And I suppose, you know, we kept our heads down and we got through it and... You've come out the other side. There, there's various businesses that I, I, I readily admit I don't understand. Sandra, who was on this episode a little bit earlier, yeah. is a hairdresser. Not a clue. It looks like rocket science to me because there's so much that can go wrong with it. Um, your business is the same because you cater for a market that I don't understand. I, If I want to get a suit, I go to a suit shop. Yeah. And, and it's very straightforward. You can have blue or black. Those yeah. are your options. A woman going to a wedding or a do or something has so many options and they need to go somewhere where they'll get something that won't be everywhere. Yeah. So do they, is that the kind so of So that's what that we try to, to do. So we would, um, I suppose we try to cater, try to get a little bit, a little more current um, on fashion. Um, we do a lot of trade shows. We go nationally and internationally to trade shows. We're always kind of trying to keep ahead of the curve, keep an eye on new brands that are coming out, new fashion, um, and offer that into the people in Mitchestown and surrounding areas. Yeah, so do you get a lot of people coming in, like the mother of the bride, that kind of thing, do you? Yeah, well, we do that, and we do, I suppose, a lot more casual stuff, and stuff that stands the test of time, you know, that it's not throwaway fashion, that, you know, you'd invest in good boots, good quality, and that you'd have them for years and stuff. Uh, do you like the idea of fast fashion? Probably, n- well, no, I suppose, I think I'm trying to offer uh, probably more, I suppose, I you know, stuff that will last, really. I suppose that you're not throwing it away, that you're not shopping every week. Mm. Um, you know, more, I suppose, just good quality leather products. We do non-leather products also, but um, a little bit of everything. But that it would last you for years to come, that you'd always have it. So when you set up in 2008, yeah. uh, you, you kind of didn't know how the business was going to go. No. Um, uh, what was the reaction like from the people here in the town? Great. I mean, Mitchestown is a great town for supporting local businesses. Um they're great to kind of pop in and out. It's got a very community feel to it. So that really does help. It's not Even like... Even for a Limerick girl. 
exactly. <laughs> well, I went to school here as well. So I was okay, secondary well, school. Yeah, so that, that, that kind of covers a multitude. Um, look, where do you go next? Is it you're happy with your lot? Are you looking at online? Are you looking at doing other things? I suppose um, down the road, yeah, we have Facebook and we have um, an Instagram profile. And I think the way to go next will be in to create more of an online presence again. I think that's the way uh, retail is going. But we're happy in the shop. Um, we have a great customer base. They're very loyal. Um, yeah, so we're quite happy with that and at the moment. And we stay local as well. And so we stay local you know, as well. The money, the money stays local. Yeah. Um, you know everybody who comes through the door. Yeah, exactly, exactly. We've built up relationships with them. There's, uh, we've made some great friends in the shop over the years. Um, and we're thankful for them. Okay, you know. well, look, it sounds great. Style Lounge uh, on Instagram, on Facebook, Facebook and uh, also on Lower Cork Street. On Lower Cork Street, You can yeah. actually go the old-fashioned way and in through the front door. That's it, that's it. Uh, Diane... Juan, yep. thank you so much Thanks for joining me. Thanks very much. Actually, Thanks hang for on a second. Is, 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 uh, do my eyes deceive me or is Norma Kelly back outside here? Let's bring Norma in because I was slagging Norma earlier on because yeah. Norma forgot to bring uh, treats. Yeah, which yeah. is kind of the obvious thing. Norma, we're still recording. In you come. So what have you got? No, no, you have to come back on the microphone. Tell me, did you bring me something now? You did. I did. I brought something nice. Yeah. You brought me something nice. Isn't she very good? Um, didn't you <laughs> say you were a limerick <laughs> blowing as well, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. So we're in <laughs> the neighbours. <laughs> thank you so much, lads. You made us feel really welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much. So I'm going home with a few Pauline's in my pocket. So thanks very much to everybody who looked after us here in Mitchellstown. It just goes to show you that we have really vibrant towns that deserve every bit of support that we can give them. My thanks to everybody who took part in this podcast series from Mitchellstown. Uh, to Rachel and to Alan from the Red Patrollers who looked after us so well. Neve Hennessy was the producer. I will catch you on the next one. The only show in town for Cork Business. Red Business.